40inbox.com and we're going to be checking out this article where it says I used an AI to create the girl I always dreamed of being and my virtual alter ego is raking in $20,000 a month. That seems pretty crazy when you think about it. So an adult performer has revealed how her virtual clone is now raking in 20k a month earning her more than her real adult shots. Sika Moon, a 28-year-old model from Berlin, used AI to make a copy of herself, which she has been using to engage with thousands of fans online. Despite five years' industry experience, the model's virtual clone is gaining far more traction than she herself ever did. With Sika now in the top 1% of FanView earners in the UK. But Sika doesn't seem to mind, as the lifelike virtual girlfriend project allows her to express creativity in a way that was previously unimaginable in the adult industry. After five years of working in the adult entertainment industry, I got bored of the repetitive and uncreative work in this business, Sika told Mail Online. I decided to get back to creating art and got fascinated by the potential of AI-supported art creation. So I recreated myself with the help of AI tools to be the girl I always dreamed to be. Perfect. Forever young and smoking sexy every minute of the day, smart, but with my personality. Sika claims her virtual clone is based on her real face and body and calls it a part of me. She's a part of me and I love her, she told Mail Online. My fans know she's like me, and there's no agency, chatbot, or random nerd chatting. Like OF, FanView is a site that allows content creators to monetize their images and videos. And users can view Sika's content and chat with her for $10.99 a month. Like, when you think about it, that's kind of crazy, because, like, so there's about, like, uh, roughly speaking, right, like 2,000 people a month paying her 20, well, there's about 2,000 people a month paying this amount to bring her to the 20k per month, which is interesting. Subscribers can even request custom-made content, which Sika claims is often surprisingly normal and not smutty, and the news comes amid a wave of AI-generated girlfriends with some charging as much as $1 per minute for erotic discourse. $1 per minute, okay? So if you're talking to them that's for like an hour, that's 60 bucks an hour. Not many people make 60 bucks an hour. So in some cases, fans are prioritizing their fake virtual connections over human relationships as a way of fulfilling unmet sexual desires. This was the case for Sonia, who was previously revealed to be sexting a bot named Idris Elba, unbeknown to her husband. Hmm. So the AI model industry is now booming, with thousands of virtual characters floating platforms including Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. This really is just the start for the AI creator economy, Sika said. Sika has built an engaged community of fans that share everything with her. It might be about work stress, what to get their partner for their birthday, that sort of thing, and they're more than happy to support me because I'm their virtual girlfriend and feel with them. 
I'm thankful for every single one of my lovely new friends, fans, and supporters. Influencers like Sika often use the tool AnyDream to assist with the creation of their virtual alter egos. This image creation site uses both photographic and text prompts to generate realistic images of any man, woman, or non-binary character that is desired. Controversially, bad body, gross proportions, and supermodel are among just a few default prompts on the site, and one prompt even uses the term cute feminine lolita dress, referring to the troubling novel in which an adult man became obs- becomes obsessed with a 12-year-old what? As a result, psychologist Dr. Catherine Hollinsey warns that developers must take more caution and steer clear both harmful and inappropriate beauty standards. The thing is, the, the dangers with AI is going to get like really, really creepy very, very quickly. Like, this can get super weird and super dark in like the matter of like a month, really. Right, because there's some crazy people out there, and giving them complete unlimited access to these AI creation tools is just going to be insane. Animated images such as these tend to portray flawless skin and exaggerated features which promote an ideal beauty that cannot be realistically obtained, she told Mail Online. When people compare themselves unfavorably to such unattainable ideas, it can negatively impact self esteem and body image. And in certain individuals, exposure to these unrealistic portrayals of beauty can exacerbate feelings of inadequacy and can even be a trigger for body dysmorphia. Now, I completely understand that, but also it's like, it gets into like a really weird zone because let's say that maybe you're a guy, right? And you don't date anyone like at all right like maybe you're a complete loner and you have basically no interest in dating someone or if you do no one wants to date you so if you go down this path where you end up getting like an AI girlfriend does it fulfill that need for you enough to where you're okay with that for like a long-term thing like Maybe if you're feeling, like, super depressed, maybe that's a route for, like, a day. But, like, to do this for a very long time sounds like you're just going to be decaying your brain and just leading yourself down a very, very destructive path. And, oh, man, this is going to be so weird. But, I mean, in terms of, like, a side hustle, like, to be able to make, like, 20 k per month, props to her. But what's also kind of funny, you can probably have, like, like there's probably a lot of guys out there creating AI girls that look attractive, that might even be very realistic, that are doing this, maybe even creating their like own, like, OF content kind of stuff, potentially making crazy amounts of money for content for super thirsty, lonely guys that are okay with AI stuff. Like, it gets pretty dark if you were to really think about it. Let's see some of these comments. Call me when the Road Doll version comes out. Let's see, best rated. 
Where is the new generation of men heading to? In a few years, men will lose interest in fighting a real woman and live with holograms or inflatables to avoid responsibility and children. The thing is, is like there's already people technically married to holograms and inflatables. I mean, specifically in Japan, but like it's sad. Like this stuff already exists, right? Let's see. This person says, "I love the old ways. I am in my 70s, married to the same college sweetheart for." 50 years, and I enjoyed every minute of our relationship. These kids will be sleeping with inflatable dolls soon. Hey, 50 years? Props to you. That is so cool to see. So in the 90s, I had a retired neighbor who worked in a telecommunications office part-time doing adult phone conversations. Those guys she talked to didn't realize they were dirty-talking someone who could be their grand. Yeah. And, like, here's another thing, too. Like, when it comes to, like, the OF stuff and whatnot, right? Like, if you're a guy, don't do that. Like, go down, don't, don't go down the route of subscribing to that stuff. I mean, you can if you want to, but personally, I think it's a waste of money. But also, too, a lot of guys, I guess, like, I'm, like, assuming, a lot of guys are willing to probably subscribe to these OF girls because somewhere deep in their mind, they feel like they have like a chance, potentially, to be with that individual. But the problem is, probably like 9 times out of 10, that model probably is already with someone. Probably a scumbag, to be honest. But... They're probably already with someone, and you literally got, like, no chance. Not to mention, like, that, like, sort of weird relationship where you're, like, obsessing over someone and paying to see them. That gets, like, into, like, a really weird zone. Like, a really weird zone. So, personally, I just think it's a waste of money. Like... There's free stuff out there if you want to see stuff. I, I understand why people technically do it. Because, like, let's say that you watch someone's, like, YouTube content or you listen to them on their podcast or something for a very long time. So you're spending, like, potentially, like, hours and hours and hours getting to know someone. So you're going to start to, like, get this some sort of, like, relationship. Like, you feel like you really know that person. And if you're already attracted to that person and you feel like you know that person, somewhere somewhere in your mind, you might want to actually be with that person. And that gets into that sad zone where you get this weird social dynamic relationship thing, whatever it is. Like, I think it's a parasocial relationship is technically what it's called. And it gets like really one-sided, right? So this is where you get into situations where like, for example, I'll use, like, Twitch streamers, because this has happened to so many Twitch streamers, specifically female Twitch streamers, that, like, they will have, who knows, like, 10,000 people watching them, 1,000 people probably absolutely love them, but the Twitch streamer doesn't really know that person, like, at all, or maybe they know their name, or at least some of them, right, like, the high, like, bidders or whatever, but then it gets down into like a deeper side where maybe they have like an OF content thing as well. Now, like 
a percentage of those 1,000 people that absolutely love that streamer are now so obsessed with that streamer that they are willing to pay them monthly amounts of money, a good chunk, to see them say certain things about them, see them do stuff, and they have like in their mind that they want to be doing that with them too. So it's like it gets into like a really dark, sad place. Like like if you're a guy, subscribe to specific like like OF content of people that you absorb their content a lot. It gets into like an obsessive thing, like it gets into like an addiction thing. And you just gotta be really careful, right? Because you could get into a point where you're like spending like your whole paycheck to like people that like to be frank don't know you, maybe kinda care about you, but not really. Like I mean like you gotta think about it like this, right? Like let's say that you have like an audience of like twenty thousand people, like twenty thousand people. Would you be able to like know all of them individually? No, right? Say you had like a like you know four hundred people added to your like friends list on some sort of social media account. Would you be able to know half of them, like on like a talking basis? No, you wouldn't, right? Like most people maybe have like a couple friends that they like interact with on the daily, or some people that they like like socialize with on the daily, it's not going to be like a crazy amount of people. So it just gets really weird.